I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, yeah. I'm gonna pull tonight. I'd really like to, but I'm a bit nervous because there are just so many beautiful women here. The women in here are slightly above average at best. Oh my god, careful man, they might hear you and get upset. Nah, they love it. I'm a master of getting girls. Watch this. Hey baby, what's your name? John. I had an ex called John, but he was a model. No offense. You're quite pretty for someone with such wide hips. You actually look way better in your Insta pics. I'd give you eight out of ten if you had bigger tits. If you're lucky, I might let you on this dick. Yeah, I'm nagging you. I'm dragging down your self-worth, baby. Yeah, I'm nagging you. Don't shut me down and walk away Cause I've got more to say I don't know, it seems a bit harsh to me, man Nah, it's easy, bro You just trick them into thinking you're better than them And it leaves them gagging for validation Surely that can't possibly work, come on now Works every time Watch this Hey, sweetheart What's your name? Susie, that's a pretty basic name. Have you tried going by Boozy? I didn't think so. You could almost pull it off. I don't actually mind girls with such tiny eyes. Your teeth ain't that white, but your smile's still nice. If you wanted to start gymming, I could give you advice.
come on, I believe in you. Okay, this girl right here with the blue trousers on. Um, yeah. You look lovely tonight. I love how you haven't made too much effort. Yeah, your hair's real nice. So brave to try bangs with that face. You're exactly my type. And you're actually really smart, which I wasn't expecting. This Am I right? I can only apologize for the words used by my friend there. I bet the women in the audience are feeling violated, humiliated, degraded by turn around. I can only offer my sincere apologies for what my friend there has just said. And if anyone is feeling any sort of way by any of the words used in his performance, you can find me at the bar. I'll be your shoulder to cry on. I'm nagging, I'm nagging, I'm nagging you, yeah. I'm nagging, I'm nagging, I'm nagging you. I'm nagging, I'm nagging, I'm nagging you. It's the backhanded compliments you can refuse. If you went on a diet, you could be my muse, yeah. I'm nagging you. I'm dragging down your Have a round of applause for the lovely sugar-coated sisters! I just want to say, um, our show, Bittersweet, is on at 8.50 in August in, at the French. Well, what venue are you at, ladies? What venue? Uh, we're at the, just the tonic, the caves. Oh, so are we, but not the caves. That's fine. No, the caves are a wee bit smelly. <laughs> in all, no, they are, actually. They need for breezing. It's like the building's got to be all right. Are we minus our stools? What's happening? Right, okay. There we go. Yeah, it's not often you say we minus our stools because normally you've taken care of business privately, but there you go. Do you, do you want know me to what? do something? I actually did forget Thank to go you. to the loo in the oh, interval. Did you? That's I did. fascinating. Well, I thought you might like to know. Uh, I think more of that chat. Yes. 
<laughs> we not, never discuss our toilet things. No, I don't think I should. Neither we should. I no, I agree. How was everyone's interval? Was it all all right? It was lovely, I think. It That's was good. Fine. Are we still feeling the love in the room? We've enjoyed the guests so far because they're still in the room. So, did we enjoy them? Yeah. Well done, everyone, because they were good. Right, okay. Now, no. Okay, That's I'm just, it. well, well, Catherine's moved us, so I moved. Catherine's well, moved. No, seats. Catherine is freelance because she gets right. invited to places from strangers on Facebook. <laughs> so there you go. Are you all right, Catherine? Did you get to the toilet okay? And I looked after your bag all right. Mm-hmm. And you washed your hands. It's just these are the type of girls that will go on to sharing some crisps. So hygiene oh. at, all, at all times. Thank you. So little Catherine's okay. That's good. Shall we just get our next guest on, Joseph? Shall we, darling? No, I, I we don't should. see why not. Right, can we just say thank Very you for your suggestions, but we've been told by the producer we don't have time for them this evening. Some of them are quite rude. Oh, are my they? friends, yes, basically saying I'm fat. And we will do well, these Well, that's why Weight Watchers are here. Well, that's why Weight Watchers are here, in order to help. So there you go. That's fine. And I'm glad that these sugar-coated sisters sought you out, Susie. Now, you go funny yeah. how people with sugar in the name would be your natural enemy, <laughs> looking for health, being, and wellness. Yes, I can understand that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our next guest. I want a huge round of applause for Mr. Dane Baptiste. Yeah. There we go. All the way from over there to over here. Hello, Dane. And hello. now, hello, 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 hello. Dane appears to have had the same conversation with his dresser as you have. Dane, can I just say, it's so nice to see another man with lovely legs. I can't do all the heavy lifting this myself. Is, this is it, and we lift with the same legs as well, Bruce. I feel like we've been alone for so long. It's nice to know I'm not alone. Were no. you alone during the alone period? Was it just you and the, the two legs? Uh, for a while. For a wee while. Yeah, and then I, and then I, I found somebody. So you I find someone. Where did you find them? Were they in a cemetery? No, uh, <laughs> cemeteries have been done. So I just uh, I went old school and I found somebody online. Oh, did you? Not a dating app on a... You say online old school. That's not old school to me. Well, it's Instagram, so it's like pre-dating. Uh, like, I've, I've never done like Hinge and Bumble and the rest of it. So I get a lot... I Well, it, yeah, it's the wrong people that contact me on Instagram. A 24-year-old got in touch with me the other day. Is that wrong? That is wrong. My nephew's 24. Yeah. Uh, okay. I won't I mean, you're I, younger I, than my they son. Don't, they don't know each other, though, do they? I hope not. I mean, I, I, I don't want... No, 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 no. So what happened? Did someone slide into your DMs and yeah, shout lovely legs? That's I said old school, the whole traditional slide into nice. the DMs. Oh, wow. Striking up a, a, a bond, I guess, that uh, evolved from a connection. A into a, yeah, into a connection. Because the dating apps are... I literally tried a dating app for 24 hours and panicked and ran away. I don't like the obligation of dating apps because, you know... Well, it seemed... I think, yeah. am I wrong, that if you're on a dating app, you're kind of going, I want to have sex, but then you have to go and have a... D- <laughs> uh, isn't Maybe it a bit isn't it I like could that? be in Sainsbury's and I might want to have sex. Yeah. You don't have to I be on do, a dating app. But I just don't... Then, but then you have to meet for a coffee or have dinner. I mean, there's an assumption that you want to have sex. Dep- but it, oh, right, it, okay. I would it, hope so. But it depends on the, uh, on the dating app, I guess. They're, they're so some of them are more exclusive for physical couplings. I okay. told you that. Yeah, you should go on Fab Swingers. There's one called Fab Guys, but it's fat guys in lingerie in the main. Other people in the room can back me up. He's laughing. Hi, Julian. Um, There's a market for it, and so it should exist, is what I say. But, but do you know something? That kind of thing should only go on in Fife in Scotland. I don't want that in my everyday life while I'm commuting. So what happened then when they slid into the DMs? Um, just uh, well, they, First of all, didn't really have any idea that I was a stand-up comic, and they'd seen me on a TV show. Oh. They had seen you or they didn't? They had seen me on the they TV had show. Seen you. I, did oh. show. I did House of Games with uh, oh, Angela Oh, I wish you hadn't said that, Dane. She is desperate to get on it. And I don't know, Stephen I, Lees? 
is just ignoring the emails. I want to do that show so badly. I should, if I can pull some strings, Jojo, I'll make it happen. Well, I, I would love you to. Oh. It's Could the only show I want. I don't want Mock the Week. I don't want Live with the Ball. I don't want That's how it starts, I just That's how it want starts. House of Games. That's how it starts. Once you get a taste for it, then you want them all. Do you, oh, I don't know so if I would. I only said that to someone after being at Norgy on Friday. No <laughs> word of a lie, right? <laughs> genuinely. Genuinely. <laughs> don't I go on in to check the pile on but the carpet? Ha- House of Games is the orgy of panel shows. Yeah. So no, he's too tall. Games. He's creepy. There's, uh, there's a he's not creepy. I've got a secret crush on him. There you go. That not so oh, you, oh, you like to leave it. Not, you not so a secret I now, Jojo. No, not so secret now. I should now. probably lead with that if I want to pitch on behalf and be like, first of all, she wants first to fuck yeah, you, Richard. Absolutely. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, That's a good end, isn't it? There you go. So she's seen you on... On, on House of Games. Games. Sure you're not on. And she slid into your DM. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Rub it in. And she slid into your DMs. And yeah. then what made you... Well, would you not think, well, you're some kind of gold digger, you're just after me because I'm on telly? What yeah, made you... What, mean, what separated her from that? Then? I mean, there's always that, but I just don't really give any... I don't really consider somebody's status in celeb- or celebrity when I consider... Yes, but other people do. I, yeah, I wish I've had to learn... Yeah. Over like the course of this uh, relationship, because I didn't really understand that people kind of call you out, or I mean, I know people contact you because of who you are. Yeah. But I didn't know that people would deliberately go you into response or use any response and allow that embellish on that just for the sake of attention. Oh yeah. Because well, it's, it's not like someone ever sat me down and was like, by the way, you're on TV now, and to some people you'll be seen as a celebrity. So as yeah. far as I'm concerned, if someone speaks to me and I, they're worth responding to, I will respond. Well, it's always a difficulty because when your status raised, right, I hate that uh, um, sentence, status, but you don't recognize yourself yeah. if you're becoming more successful and more people recognize you because you just feel exactly the same. But yeah. other people do treat you differently. Yeah, and I'm, you're I'm, trying I'm to play, you're trying to play a line as well where if you don't respond, you don't want to be seen as pretentious. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, exactly. You don't there's a limit to which you should like interact with people because obviously people Because you don't want that. to be rude. Yeah, but then people can take that further than you want them to so and has someone done that to you no it's not really been that bad for me but I have to, that's because i became aware of it right okay and that's what you have to kind of be aware of is that as your status increases and you know you never know what conversation you might be having with somebody and they're like yeah because you could say something like nice shoes and someone could be like well you know well, that's how it often starts, exactly, isn't it? Nice yeah, slacks, yeah. Audrey. Nice slacks, um, yeah. I would like to point out House of Games for the week. It's two grand. So Is think it? about what Do you're doing really money digging wise yeah. for about two grand. Can I quickly yeah. say it'd be, it'd something a, it'd about it? It'd be a fun tryst, but it's not. you can't build a relationship on the back of a house of period of games. No, periods. no. Nah. Can I just very? I don't know if I should say it on the podcast, but talking about that, people getting the wrong idea, or cross wires or mixed messages or because you so do that quite a lot. Mixed messages, cross wires, everything. Yeah, um, but a friend of mine had kind of someone had said, "Oh, they're a bit creepy online," and I was like, "What do you mean creepy online?" And I was really smart. I was like, "Don't be ridiculous, like, you know, creepy online." And it was a girlfriend of mine, and I was like, "No, she fucking isn't." They went, "No, she sent these texts uh, to this comic." And I went, and I knew which comic it was, because I'd sent them because me and this girlfriend had been fucking hammered one night, <laughs> and for a laugh, I'd fucking sent some texts, and then they'd message me going, "Oh, your phone being nicked," and we forgot all about it. And I've only four years later I've discovered this poor girl's been called creepy for a fucking text that I sent <laughs> for so, a joke. 
So it, that's how fucking easy it is. So, it's it's so I've, so I've, I've sorted that all out. Now we've so cleared that mess up. A funny anecdote about getting somebody cancelled, Jojo, for sure. Which, uh, <laughs> which, can, which, yeah, which can happen, but it, the, the thing is, you've been able to... Oh, yeah, no, no, but I didn't realise that had happened. It had kind of grown arms and legs. Yeah, and it, it wasn't a big can. deal, but, yeah, it, you but that's know... The thing with, that's the thing with social media, is that if someone ah. wants to try and make something a big deal, they can make it a big deal. Mm. Like, I once made a comment about Cheryl Cole having an R&B podcast, Mm-hmm. And I was like, Cheryl Cole wasn't even the lead singer of her own group, so. <laughs> Glad to see the feminists are in tonight. Yes. <laughs> why I, man? Uh, so I was like, why is she hosting an R&B podcast? And, I, and then also I said, like, if you get convicted of a racial assault in a bathroom, are you sure you should do it? I didn't say she shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I just said, are you sure? Mm-hmm. In the same way that if a lactose intolerant person opened up an ice cream parlor, I'd be like, I'm not sure if you're <laughs> the person. For the job. It's just a conflict of interest, I'd say. Yeah. Well, as long as he didn't eat the ice cream. Well, he can exactly. sell ice cream without licking it. Yeah, you, you, that's true. <laughs> then. Do you then think that's the reason she had so much filler? Oh, don't go on about filler could, again. Could. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it, I'm trying to talk. I've sorry. allowed you, and it bored uh, me, so we'll move <laughs> on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm more meant with Cheryl, because she really re-altered her face and her teeth after that really alleged assault. I think, yeah, I think maybe she was trying to reinvent herself. Yes, and, uh, as what? Um, well, a dancer? A dancer, a judge, which, again, I thought was interesting. I find the same thing about Amanda Holden. God love yeah. her. Yeah, oh, definitely. Really? Yeah. I still don't know what Amanda Holden does. Well, she's gorgeous. I Amanda know she's gorgeous. Know what I know Amanda that's Holden a full-time does. occupation. It, do, it looks like it, too. Well, the funny thing was, because I remember she was talking about whether or not she may or may not have had plastic surgery, and she said, I like real butter. That was it. It wasn't necessarily funny, but she said the reason that she had a facelift or looked like a facelift. Sharon Osbourne was on the Lorraine show. I don't know if you know Lorraine, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, I do. Yep. Yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, I love Lorraine, honestly. I'm the number nine. Lorraine lookalike in Iceland. <laughs> Nicola Sturgeon's number seven. Susan Boyle's number one. Lorraine's in at number two. No, people uh, don't talk about Susan Boyle enough in podcasts, so thank you for bringing that up. Well, no, absolutely. What and is Pebbles the cat still alive? Who do you knows? remember no. Pebbles? Vaguely. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Are you worried about getting cancelled? Have you been cancelled? Um, I'm not worried about being cancelled. No, neither no. am I. No, well, not for... Not for Actually, like sorry, I was. Oh, I just oh. spilt my drink all over myself. Well, I be was cancelled from a documentary about cancel culture. No word of a fucking lie. Did a documentary with a Scottish comedian who, by the way, was just... I'm not even going to say it. And I ended up on the cutting room floor. Can you believe that? I can believe that. That's that's fucking outrageous, is what that is. You have not let that go, have you? I still got paid. Well, exactly. Do you know what I did? Bought a Cheryl Cole CD (laughs) with the money. I thought, go on, treat yourself, Bunty. Fucking go for it. I don't think you should hurt yourself in order for other people to realise you're Do you know what I always say, Dean? Self-harm is no harm. (laughs) So no, I will not. Fair enough. I mean, Um, it's a Cheryl Cole CD, so you're hurting yourself in some way or another, I'd say. Some of the songs are very good. Yep. That outro is pretty good. Well, no, some of the remixes where she's not singing, they're like about (laughs) ten minutes. You can really jig about the house and get your cordless Dyson out and have a day to yourself. I feel like after a hard day of work, you come home, you have a long soak in the bath. Yes. And then you take a Cheryl Cole CD, you stick it in the player, you put that on mute and you just kick back. Absolutely. (laughs) Just kick back. Have you met Cheryl? 
I've not met Cheryl, but no. I, I, and I don't think I probably shouldn't. And, and she's not. I've, all, I've met two members of Girls Aloud, and they've been both been very. Were they nice? Yeah, they were nice. They were nice. Yeah, pleasant. Yeah. But that's the majority it. of people are nice. Most people. Yeah. Are famous nice, people, I, I think, can be very nice. Some not. Well, that's again getting back to what you're saying. Most people are pleasant enough. It's just then people do seem to think that if someone's of a certain stature or status, that they can be a bit of a cunt to them. Oh, wow, the sea bomb at 10 to 10 I know. on a Tuesday night in London. Weird. Mm, not nice. Sorry, I do apologise. <laughs> I mean, they say see you next Tuesday for a reason, so it's half, Joe, don't worry. Well, exactly, yeah. exactly. Now, when did you win So You Think You're Funny? Was that 2000? No, I didn't win. I didn't win. I didn't were you a finalist? I, did, uh, I was the uh, best newcomer. Ah, right. Oh, your research I was shit on this. Well, at least I fucking did some. I admit yeah. I got it wrong. I know who Linda Robson is, thank you very much. <laughs> Jesus, no offence, Dean, but honestly... Who the fuck doesn't know who Linda Robson is? Oh, I do. do you know... Do you remember that woman, Gentina? No. No, right, okay, well, it's wasted on you. I'm Move not going to even fucking bothered. Right. You won BBC uh, Best Newcomer. I know, this is uh, the French. Ah, um, so you didn't do your research, as we mentioned no earlier. No one's done their research. Who no. cares? I, I, I did. Well, because I know Dane from the circuit, but then we can prick up Julia. That, were you in So You Think You're Funny? Was he ever in it? Were you no. in So You Think You're Funny? You didn't do it, Julia? I, was, I wasn't in it. Oh, hi, Julia. I didn't even see you there. Yeah, yeah, Julia's there. Julia. Julia Chamberlain, the judge of So You think, think You're Funny, funny. yes. Producer. Julia. Producer. Oh, so oh sorry. No, sorry. The Cheryl Cole of comedy. No, yes. That's not fair, Julia. Julia was great. In fact, the reason why I couldn't do So You Think You're Funny is because Julia was already booking me for professional work in there Highland go. way back. Can everyone so just watch for Julia? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's great. Do you, do you remember me? Oh, of course she does. Oh, yes. no, no, I'll just check in. It's been a while. <laughs> so, yeah, good times, but... There yes, Luca, Luca did. Luca would Do you know what? We were so thrown by the death chart that unfortunately any winning victories Luca had was just bringing everyone down. <laughs> and now I'll never look at a green bin liner the same way for fear of some mouldy old bones and say a, a Moloro Blanick wow. might be in there. Who knows? Do you think winning prizes makes a big difference to your career? I'm going to say no because I've won nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've, I've always been the same. I've been nominated for stuff but never won. But I, don't, I think it can put different eyes on you. But I don't think that it should be a motivator for the work you do. So, yeah. you know, it depends. It's a nice aside. It's, it's a nice aside, but at the same time, I always have, it's always been, even that's contextual, because it's like, who is actually on the panels determining who wins and who doesn't win? Yep. And so there are a lot of people, if they don't like what I do, sometimes I write stuff to piss them off anyway, so it's more of an accomplishment for them to be fucked off than it is for them to validate me. And I never really started doing comedy with the hope of being validated by these people I'd never met before. Were you always that's funny? Enough. Um... I, I mean, was. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think yeah. so. I think it depends who you ask because comedy is so subjective. But Isn't I found it? that it wasn't necessarily about like me saying stuff that was funny. I mean, that would happen every now and again. But it was more about if I was complaining about shit that would make people laugh, which didn't really work for me because I'm trying to complain. But people would just find the rants funny, I guess. Yeah. So People like Waitrose and sending you vouchers yeah, and things like that. Uh, Those are the emails that I send. I'm like, do yeah. you send a complaining email? I've sent a few, but now you can kind of, I kind of like, uh, I kind of, Shortcut that by just complaining on, on social media. So if I'm delayed on a flight, then I will at British Airways Oof. and put it on Twitter and let the trolls get at them oh or yeah. anybody. I'll just be like, this is what they did. And then, so my most recent uh, Twitter rant was about, I went to New York in March and I booked a hotel through lastminute.com and the hotel was not even open upon arrival. Yeah. In the city that never sleeps, this is yeah. outrageous. Yeah. You should get a full but refund. It was in a somewhat of a mini coma, this hotel. So... 
I went on Twitter and was like, yeah, this is what's happening. And then they had to, they were obliged to get into contact with me in order to compensate. So that was cool. Oh. I should have yeah. got in touch with you when I was having my arguments with Bulb. You should. Just oh. the, the power of the people. Yeah. That's what it is. And, and they can directly And you do get a result. Well. It's brilliant. It can help, yeah. And also, I mean, you know, at the same time, you pay it forward as well. So, you know, as we were saying before, but who gives a fuck about me too is that if you have a platform, you can mm-hmm. comment on stuff rather than not saying anything. I feel like I didn't really have a theatrical background, so I could give a fuck about industry. I just wanted to do stand up and not live with my mum. So <laughs> yeah, that that's was a big motivator. Like about thirty percent of my stand up career was getting the fuck out of my mother's house. Yeah. So and the other fuck is about going on stage and making people laugh. Yeah. And I think that is the frustration I find. It, and we've talked about this. You know, the industry's there for a reason. There's a lot of good things about the industry, but quite often the power in the industry, you kind of go, it's just about being funny. And again, you know, whether yeah. your face fits or it doesn't really fit. I've just yeah. been banned from the comedy store because Don Ward doesn't like my opinion <laughs> on something. Shh, shh. No. What? Just yes. No. Yes. No. 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 Why no? Oh. I thought you were in rehabilitation for <laughs> this. Can I just say... This I is the rehabilitation. Where exactly. This, this Do you know what? I was, say it, for I was God's genuine. sake, it's your own career. No, I genuinely, I genuinely thought that I wasn't getting booked because I wasn't funny, but it turns out Don's pissed off with me, and then that's like a badge of honour. Like, go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, it is, it is actually a badge <laughs> of honour. And again, it's like, <laughs> did you how, leave how much does his opinion, do his opinions matter? Exactly. Exactly. Do you, did you leave home early? No, I, I, no. I didn't. I le- well, I left to go to university, then came back and moved right. back home temporarily, and then credit crunch happened, and then I was probably had around about enough to move out, and then yeah. I was like, I fucking hate my job, so I need What to job were else. you doing? I was in media sales. I used to work oh, for Auto nasty. Trader. It was the absolute oh. fucking Oh, worst. I hate that ass. It's so bad. It's like, you know so when you aggressive. watch like early YouTube, and you'd watch it and show your friend, and be like, this is a great clip, and then there'd be a pre-roll, and your friend would be like, why the fuck are you showing me an advert on your phone? And you'd be like, sorry, just give it a second here, I haven't got YouTube premium, blah, blah, blah. And then, oh. then you see the video. I used to sell that space for that stupid advert. Yeah, that's fair. Pipe down. There's a it's runner it, from Crossroads nice. in it's the audience. No, no, Be nice quiet. That, it's nice that you are acting like you know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> def- definitely don't. Definitely don't. Because, you know, like, marketing is a very stupid thing in that, like, marketing campaigns only want, like, a 0.5% response from people. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think it's very similar to, like, how social media works. There's, like, mm-hmm. a 0.5% of humanity that would used to shout at their TVs, and now they can just write stuff online yeah, about stuff that absolutely. pisses them off. Yeah. Whereas before, if they said it on, in, in, on you know, t- in television, real life. Yeah, in real life, or at the back of a bus, you'd be like, who the fuck is that? What's yeah. wrong with that guy? He needs some help. Whereas now, we give it way too or much punched. credibility nowadays. Yeah, or you'd get punched. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but we all know that guy. Yeah. He shouldn't get punched in the face. Do you think, though, in terms of social media, it, yeah, people are way more quick to kind of criticise and judge and all the rest of it, but in terms of what we do as a job, that getting to your audience is way easier because of you build your it own it's audience. It's, you got look an, it's, it's gotten easier, and, and over the last couple of years, you've seen a lot of comics who normally would find themselves being shut out of yeah. um, the normal uh, acceptable fare for TV or acceptable aesthetic. I've been able mm. to kind of circumvent that and get out there anyway. And I've seen so many acts who probably couldn't even get a full room in Edinburgh or get any recognition in Edinburgh who are now going on to do like sell-out tours and enormous venues. Absolutely. Um, Not all of them, and yeah. I include myself. <laughs> it just takes time. It's it like does, it, it does. But I'm 45 now. I don't think it's going to be happening anytime soon. That's... That's not fucking true. First of all, like most of the time, comics only started coming into their prime run in their 40s anyway because exactly. they're pining on life. So 45 is a prime age, I feel, 
Okay, but I've lost any impetus. All to play for. I'm, no, I'm, that's I'm normally when it, ta- when it changes is when you're like, I don't give a shit anymore. Well, I don't. Fuck you. There you so, go. there we go. Before you go, Antisocial Club, love it. Yeah. Antisocial Squared Club, is this something you're in? Yeah, Antisocial Social Club, I feel like it is. All right. I feel like... I'm enjoying you know, it. I feel like I just tried to make it a point of principle not to... Uh, impose on people too much because I got a job where I get to say what I fucking yeah. want and so then afterwards um, people are like what do you think about this I'm like I don't know I tried to like I've used comedy because like this is how I think so you don't have to keep mm-hmm. probing and asking mm-hmm. me stupid questions yeah. but I have male privilege in that like people won't normally come and interrogate my statements on stage mm-hmm. as, like whereas if you're a woman comic and you make a reference to a blowjob there's always one guy being like is it true and I always say to him yes and I'll show you yeah. Dave <laughs> I'll show him I'll show him I have I should, I'm gonna try that yeah I think you should yeah. you look as though you've got no gag reflex <laughs> you're a winner come over round of applause Mr. Dane Baptiste thank, thank you so much Dane thank you Dane thank you Dane I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today since 2013 Bombas has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness if we counted those on air this ad would last over 1157 days but if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible it would take just a few clicks because every time you make a purchase Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's Macy. Macy's handing back the mic. That's good. Now, are we ready for our final act of the evening, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, we certainly are. She's not an act. She's a national treasure. Linda, can you stand up on those beautiful sandals and trot towards the stage? Linda Robson, ladies and gentlemen. I'm desperate to talk to well, I couldn't stop blethering to Linda at the back of the room. Oh, I know. You do that a lot with the I guests. I do you do that a lot. don't save it for the stage. I don't save it for the stage. We were already Hello, chatting Linda. about everything. Are you all right, love? Yep. And we Come were swearing. Linda. Linda Robson, please. 
It is. You are proper national treasure, aren't well, you? Well, I tell everyone I'm a national treasure. My kids really get the up with me because when I try to book a restaurant, I go, my name's Linda Robson, I'm a national treasure. Have you got a table, please? Yeah, and they go, yes, absolutely. What time would you not like always, to be here? Not always, not always. My kids really get the up with me. Stop saying that. It's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It's true. It's, yeah. I think it's true. Milk I think it. you've been in the business for a long time and you're still working. Yeah. I'm 64 now. I started when I was 10 years old, so I've been in the business 54 years. So I think I deserve to be a national treasure. Come you here, do. Right. Round of applause. Please. <laughs> Can I ask what you did at 10? Well, I, did, I started off, I did Jack and Ori. That was the first thing I ever did. Remember Jack and Ori? Yeah, I do. Years ago. So I did Jack and Ori Playhouse. And then I went on to do Children's Film Foundation films. Mm -hmm. So Saturday Morning Pictures. Do you remember that when we used to go Saturday Morning yeah, Pictures? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm 45, well, Linda. Don't worry, Thank you. Everyone is. Sorry, can I interrupt? I'm in Linda's league. Are you? It's funny how you were interested in what Linda was doing at 10, but not me at 11. No. Standards. <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> Eleven years old. I, I know, was and he was getting his end away. You. Oh my god! Or somebody was getting that their end away. was very young to start, wasn't it? I yeah. had no option. I wanted no. to leave home, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> Honestly, I was quite a late starter, actually. Were you? Because you probably about quite nineteen, twenty. All right. Okay, yeah, it's not too late. Yeah. But you've got quite a big family, don't you? I have. Yeah, I've got two sisters, but uh -huh. I've got three children. Children. So my oldest one's forty next year. Right. And then my next one, my son, is thirty, and my daughter is twenty-six. But I've got two granddaughters that I love more than life itself. Yeah. I don't really like my kids anymore. Just no, why, why would you? No. And did you have all the children with the same father? Um, no, one, no, of course one not. was we never my had. first relationship who cheated on me quite a lot. Oh, did he? What a bastard. Did, I know. My dad was a big cheat as well. We cheated on my mum quite a lot as well. So We found out he had another family after about. He told us he was a night watchman and then this woman turned up one night and said, I've been living with your father for the last three Shut years. Shut up! <laughs> So my poor mum, who was Catholic Irish, was devastated, obviously. Oh. But you and did you meet any of the other family? No, I didn't meet any. Well, I didn't want to meet them. Well, I was having an affair with my father. But would you want to meet them now? Do you, no, you still, no, no you're still no, not no, interested at all. No. Going back to uh, Bling Empire, that is a current story that Christine oh, has it? another family. Oh, should okay. really watch it. It's very good. <laughs> it is very good. I'm on Nadine Doris's Netflix account, so oh, I'm not you? even paying for it. No. But how did that make you feel? Like, did that make you feel that's really weird? Because the funny thing was, I didn't meet my own father until I was nearly 20. Mm -hmm. um, and people say, oh, did you feel... And I, I don't think I would have been any different or had any different opinions or done anything differently. Do you think you would have even had known? Mm, not really, no. no. I was just upset for my mum, obviously, because she was course. devastated by and it. Then she loved my dad. Was he then and sort of cast as... Did you ever have a relationship with him after that? Oh, no, I kept, uh, kept in touch with my dad. He was a lovely dad, but he was right, a terrible husband. Right, husband, yeah. yeah, so yeah that's yeah. what the happens, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really shit. Yeah. But how is that having a relationship with someone that you know has heart, someone that you really love, um, but you're aware of the fact that they're part of your, your DNA, your legacy, mm. your journey, whatever. Well, I just think, because then I met Lauren, that's my oldest daughter's dad, and he had affairs on me as well, so I just thought all men are like it. And then I met my husband, who I'm with now, I've been married to for 33 Mark? years, and they're not all like it. No, exactly, no, but you not. get some good ones. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. And you've also got a dog. I've got a dog, yes. Nolly. Yeah, yes. I've just got a rescue dog from Battersea. Oh, I've got a Battersea um, <laughs> reusable shopper with me. Oh, have you? Yes. <laughs> so it took me quite a while. So I went to meet Dolly because we lost our dog, Ernie. We had a staffie. Oh, no, at first we had a staffie called George, and then we had Ernie, who was deaf. So I like dogs with special needs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so do I, Linda. <laughs> but I don't mean, don't mean canines. No. <laughs> <laughs> like them a wee bit vulnerable and well off. <laughs> 
Dolly had special needs because she had an eye problem. She nearly lost her eye. Um, oh, so I went to meet her probably Dolly. when she was about two months old and the night she picked her up when she was about five months old oh. because she had to have an operation on her eye. She had ingrowing eyelashes. <gasps> and then she, so did my common, smidgen. That's quite yes. common in Frenchies, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, she's 60. Oh, well, smidgen's a jackadoodle. She's 16 and a half now. She had a small face left as a tiny child <laughs> and now she is the Joan Collins of dogs. Oh, is she? <laughs> oh, she's in a pram and everything. Well, she is in a pram. So fucking booch. My dolly is the Michelle Pfeiffer of Frenchies. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, beautiful. She's lovely. She's really lovely. So she sleeps at the side of the bed. She sneaks on the bed in the night and has been known to leave little shitty marks on the bed. Oh, so have I, Linda. There's like no shame in it. <laughs> Sometimes just a thorough douching doesn't do it. No. <laughs> we can't take you anywhere, can we? I beg we? your pardon. <laughs> Pipe down. <laughs> How did you get then from your Jack and Ori to your Saturday morning stuff that I don't remember because I'm too young, <laughs> thank yeah, you, Linda, just so we're on the same page. Um, what, what was your big, big break? Um, I would say um, probably Shine on Harvey Moon. <gasps> yes. Which I did years and years ago. And then because of Shine on Harvey Moon, well, what happened was I played Maggie Moon in it and we're filming. Do you remember? Oh, remember we have oh, fans she's in the of room. a certain vintage. <laughs> She'll remember. Fans in the room. So I played Maggie Moon and... <laughs> oh, have you still got it? Trigger. He'll have to give it to me because I ain't seen it for years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I played Maggie Moon and Pauline Quirk was my best friend and has always been my best friend. So she came down, we were filmed it in Nottingham mm -hmm. and she came down to stay. And while we were in the hotel one night, the writer said, oh, we should write her in. So they wrote Pauline Quirk into Shine on Harvey Moon. So she played Veronica, which had a patch over one eye, didn't she? Like um, Dolly. Like mm. Dolly. Oh. <laughs> And um, so then they said, after we did Shine on Ho Harvey Moon together, they said, we'd like to write a series for you two. So we just forgot about it. And then about three years later, they said, we want to meet you in a pub in Islington, where I live, and we'll tell you the story. So they'd been in a restaurant or a hotel over the Christmas period, and they heard these two women talking about their husbands who were in prison, and that's where the idea came from. So we went to the pub, and we had lunch and that, and they said, so one of you lives in a high-rise block of flats in Tottenham, and the other one lives in a million-pound house in Chigwell, and Pauline went, I know which one I am. Bitch <laughs> 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 stole my look. <laughs> now, that, I, did, I don't do research, but I did know, because I never trust the media, I don't trust the bloody thing they said, but they said a thing about you and Pauline quote falling out, oh, and that was absolute bullshit. Know, See, yeah. how much does that frustrate you oh, when, really something, you, when something we, goes we out to the together. press? Well, we've been friends since we were 10 and 11 years old. I'm a year older than Pauline. We went to the same primary school. We both came from I Irish Catholic families, so our families all knew each other. And then we just happened to go to Anna Scherz, which was a little children's theatre in Islington that still takes place now. Um, Cappy Burke went there, Martin and Gary Kemp, oh, loads of people, Patsy Palmer, Sid Owen. So we were like street kids, and then they just started taking drama classes for 10 a class. It was never oh. a money-making concern. It was just to get kids off the street, really. And um, and she did wonderful things with us. She really, really did. And then so because of Harvey Moon, Birds of a Feather came about. But I did loads of stuff over the years. I did I did a series called Harry's Game where I played. Uh, I did a, um, a Belfast accent. Um, which Would you I like to offer us a soup song mm. of that this evening? <laughs> I can can in Belfast. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's not bad, <laughs> is it? That's marvellous. And I got hung in it as well. I had to hang myself. Oh, so Jesus. I was, I was an IRA groupie in it. So oh, I, I went, would have hung I myself after the accent. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bed scene with Derek Thompson and the director sort of said in front of the whole of the studio, Linda, would you like to take your top off? I went, fuck off. <laughs> Good for you. I did come over and 
whisper in my ear, would you like to take your top off? He said it in front of everybody. That's Is that the basis of that Victoria Wood sketch? Might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the one I mean, Julian? I have, I have got a bit Put of a in a group. Potty mouth. I potty love a potty mouth. I have got a potty mouth. But it must be frustrating. Penny Lancaster just said to me, Linda, why do you think you swear so much? I said, I don't know, Penny. She went, did your mum swear? I said, no, never. Catholic Irish. And if you swore on a Sunday, she'd kill you. Did your dad swear? No, my dad never swore. So she went, why do you think you swear? I said, I ain't got a fucking clue. No. <laughs> <laughs> which brings us on to loose women. Oh, don't. Which I've had a potty one. mouth on loose women. Did you hear what I did a couple of months ago? No, no I don't watch all the time. Oh, I have a life, you? but, oh. you know. <laughs> what happens well, if I you do swear on loose women? Because it's life, isn't it? You get promoted. Yeah. <laughs> you do, I did actually think I lost my job this day. Really? Because I was doing a loose women competition and I had to wheel a million pounds into the studio. <laughs> I had two security guards beside me and I was joking about picking the money up. Damn right. And everything. Anyway, so I wheeled it on the four loose women and they said it's a rehearsal, so don't worry about it. So I wheeled it on, so I went, so today is your last chance to win a million pound all in one go, or you can win £10,000 a month for the next four years. And I went, I can't fucking see that. I couldn't read the autocue. So I looked at the loose women, I went, are we live? <laughs> and they went, yeah. <laughs> I went, oh, I'd just like to apologise for what I just said. I said, I thought it was a rehearsal. Anyway, so if you'd like to win a million <laughs> I then went off, right, Andy Peter was, Peters was standing there, and then the producers were all in the corner having a conflab about whether I should go back again to do the rest of the loose women competition. Oh, my God. But I did go back on and do it, and then Andy Peters saved my life, really, because he bought some soap on and washed my mouth out. Oh, lovely. <laughs> well, I think it is, because we all, do we all make a muck-up or something, do you know what I mean? And you I think, do it too often, though. I'm no, but, but also the idea it. that we treat people like children and toddlers, and I know that there might be but people also listening it was to be half offended. Term, so children were at home. Yeah. So yeah. Like but have you heard children at bus stops? I, I have, mean, yeah, come on. I have, yeah. This is it. Because <laughs> I remember when Joan Rivers was on, and she said, is this live? And they went, uh-huh. And she went, well, get ready to bleep this. And they didn't bleep it. No. Then they went I think there's like a two-second delay. Yeah. They've got or a two-second delay, yeah. but it was, they weren't quick enough, were they? No. But they're on the button ready for me every day when I go on there. But do you find that stays with you? Because I'm, uh, well, I say friendly, frenemies with Ruth Langsford. Oh, right, she's Because I'm having an affair with Eamon as well, so uh, <laughs> we just don't talk about that. But I remember once on this morning, I can't remember if I was there or whatever, she'd stubbed her toe on the camera and she went, oh, F, and it had gone out. But I remember there was one day that she had to make an apology for another presenter and she went, I just hope you realise, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't a witch cunt. And then oh. they went to the interval, they went to the interval and she went, everything okay? And even went like that, other than you saying cunt? Yeah, great! <laughs> That is one <gasps> word that you mustn't say. Oh, no, absolutely. I did that in Scotland with Michelle McManus. It was to do with the Wicker Man, and I said, and this festival now has cult status, <laughs> and didn't say it fully, but yay. They were able to get that clip, but none of the other stuff with me of Carol Smiley uh, ice skating. I once on Birds of a Feather, it was a cunning stunt, and you can imagine oh, what I said. Oh, it's so Stunning tricky, cut. though. <laughs> I've so always tricky. wondered with loose women, that is there a role that you all kind of play? Is there sort of a sort of a Linda's the dominatrix. No, but a heightened persona, the one that's kind of sweet and nice, the one that's a bit argumentative, the I'm, one that's a bit... I'm the one that doesn't mind asking anyone anything, and I'll always yeah. be very honest. So if I don't like a guest, they know I don't like Oh, them. lovely. I find it very hard to... Oh, good for you. It. No, I applaud yeah. that. Oh, well, absolute, so absolute round of applause for that. Let's I'm get into presenters. Because <laughs> I think there's too much sycophancy and too much disingenuous and too much... Do you know when people go born over people? Well, they always say to me as well, but you'll get away with it, Linda. No one else can get away with what you yeah. get Well, you've got your with. cheeky... 
Cockney charm, yeah. don't you? Apples and pears, apples and pears. Is there anyone that you particularly dislike that you would be willing to share with us? Kay Adams. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> Kay Adams. She's on your money. She owes you money, she exactly. Money. She's owed me a fucking apology. What say about the Scots. Yeah, the boots. <laughs> so what happened with Kay? Because you so were I honestly, I nearly pissed myself. So we were going to Stacey Solomon's new house, all of us. So uh, she said, I'll pick you up at the Hotel Hilton in the Islington, because I live not far from there. She said, I'll pick you up in a car. So she picked me up in the car. And we got to Stacey's house, and when we were finished, then we were all getting in different cars. So she went, and by the way, you owe me 35 quid for that car. I said, all right. So I gave her the 35 quid. And then when I saw her the next day on Loose Women, she went, that was a Loose Women car. I didn't even have to pay for it. I said, <laughs> give me back my fucking money then. <laughs> Honestly. What a stingy like bitch. A now. I'm still trying to get it back from her. Is she not giving you it back? No, she won't no. give it back. Well, she hasn't spent it on clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in regularly. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, honestly, do you know what? I'm we so love you, Kay, because she listens to this podcast. Yeah. Hi, Kay. How are you? Oh, we love you, Kay. Oh, Kay's about to turn 60. We've not heard that before. God, she's boring. <laughs> Linda, who is your exactly. favourite other loose women? Um, I'll get on with everyone, obviously, because yeah. there's like no one that I don't How do you find Big Janet? I love Janet. I've known her since 1976. She lives around the corner from me, so I see her all oh the time. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have you seen so her in a supermarket situation? She hates Halloween, right? She absolutely hates it. So I deliberately turn up every Halloween on her doorstep with a with a scream mask on or something. She goes, fuck off, you! <laughs> <laughs> she hates it. But I remember actually watching, uh, you know when you do these things about your loose women journey, then someone oh was yeah. on the panel and you sit there and... I remember Kay's was your old Linda money and she cried and the police <laughs> were called. But it was with Janet and she said the thing that really upset her was the Pamela Anderson impression of her um, from Not the Nine O'Clock News. Okay. And she just thought it was a cheap joke and all that kind of stuff. Because I know that French and Saunders have parodied you yeah. and Pauline, mm -hmm. which I remember they being... They were Karen and Stacey. They were Karen, Karen and Stacey and, Stacey and all they wanted was a nice cup of tea. <laughs> and I remember actually... <laughs> I'm tired, I'm tired. Um, but I remember being at Joan Collins's Unscript and I asked her how she felt about the um, French and Saunders skit with her and Jackie, Lucky Bitches. And I always think that that's incredibly complimentary. Did you see that was a nice thing? It was a nice thing. It was for children in need or it was for comic mm. relief. I can't remember what it was yeah. for. But um, it was confusing because of Karen and Stacey and Sharon and Tracy. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, they were lovely. They Sorry. were really nice. And we weren't offended at all because it was for charity. Yeah. And but would you really be offended well if it wasn't for charity? No, no. Really. no. I don't. I suspect you wouldn't get offended by much. My mum didn't have any sense of humour. My dad did. So I got his sense of humour. Right. I've got like a wicked sense of humour. I find, I find it's funny to wind people up and do stupid things you yeah. know, all the time. Going back to the House of Games, which I really want to be on. I did. Wow. You were on wow. that. I watched you on that. I was shit. I've never... I, but I, I you made me howl laughing because you were so shit. Because you had yeah. no idea... <laughs> You had I've absolutely fucking no idea no, what you were doing. I've done every game had you ever watched it? Had you ever watched I, House no, of Games before you did it? Then. No, no. Well, that was like Gillian McKeith not watching I'm a Celebrity because yeah. you've been in the jungle, well, haven't you? Jungle well. How did you find that? Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. How did you deal with the flight? I'm not scared I of flying. The flight. The flight. No, I'm the flight's not the issue. Sorry, am I able to finish? No. All right, fine. I was business class or first class. It was bloody lovely. Yeah, I know, but you're not suspicious being up in the, the air that length of time, watching no, reruns of Birds it. of a Feather. No. <laughs> 
I like all the films and everything, and I like yeah. it when they bring all the food round. I love going on holiday. I love the airport. I love the lead up to it, and I love being away. I Did you do home. something recently with a polyamorous homo? What's a polyamorous uh, mean? Well, I'll get to that in a minute, honestly. <laughs> it's people with no personality that invent useless adjectives to make themselves fucking interesting. Okay. So this guy that I followed on Twitter, no, no, he followed me on Instagram, he went, oh, I've just worked, worked with Linda Robson, was it in Southend-on-Sea? Yeah, Does that mean anything be. to yeah, you? Yeah, I like Southend-on-Sea, that's where we spent our childhood And he was holidays. a Scottish guy that did your makeup. Does that mean anything to you? Yes, it yes. does. Right, okay. So <laughs> he is polyamorous. What did he say about me? Was he horrible? Oh, he said you're lovely. Oh, he said you're absolutely lovely. I mean, that could be a lie, Linda. It's I'm not, not here to sugarcoat lie. it. I'm not the sisters. You know what lovely. you sound like? You sound like a mind reader. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> I'm getting polyamorous. Do we have a new idea? I'm getting polyamorous. I and thought he was going to hit the <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't. Well, no, because he was poly and um, he was pansexual. And I went, I am not being a pan scourer fuck off and leave me alone <laughs> i just thought he was really weird but he was using you as a bargaining chip because oh, he knew oh. i was friendly with ruth oh, isn't that okay. weird that Very dirty wee homos with no personality <laughs> are trying to do a trade-off between celebrities to get a good bumming <laughs> it's like those homos that wander into countries or cities and go manchester i'm in you and you're like you're not a fucking top do one and <laughs> 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 um, where did you, with the House of Games thing? Yeah. Did did you enjoy doing it? I did enjoy oh, you it, did enjoy yeah. it. Up in Glasgow. Richard, it's Richard Osmond. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, on Blue Swimming once, we had to have a dark match, right? It was, it <gasps> Very <was> lesbian. <laughs> so they put me in one of those woolly t-shirts and everything, and I wore glasses. Then I had really bad eyes, but I hit a bullseye, a treble, a treble twenty. I didn't even know what I'd done. The audience were going mad. I scored the highest score you could ever score on the dartboard <laughs> against Richard Osman. So I like to remind him of that whenever I meet him. Nice. Yeah, no, I think that's good. <laughs> now, the other thing you said to me as well, and I don't think you mind talking, you, that you're OCD. I got, yeah, I, I, I like to, everything to be clean. But it comes up, it's in our family. My mum was like it as well. We could never have anything in the bin. She used to run it out to the dustbin straight away. Seriously? My, even my grandchildren have got a bit of OCD because my daughter has everything in her wardrobes, colour coordinated, her drawers are all done and everything. I'm only the bits you can see. Oh. And the worst thing I ever had done was having my eyes, I've had lens replacement, so I've got like 20-20 vision. Mm. So I can see every bit of dust oh my everywhere God. you go. Oh, Linda, you That's would hate my And have you taught your eyes. children to be OCD? I didn't, it's, I think it just runs in the family. It's just like we're really tired. I love Are you cleaning. OCD? And you know I can get any... Me? You know I can get any stain out of anything. The loose women bring their clothes in. If they've spilled a curry down their jumper, they'll bring it in, I'll get the stain out for them. Oh, like Christ, Linda, you're a gay icon with stain <laughs> removal. Let me tell you. Because <laughs> I got asked to do mastermind. They said, what well, can you do it on? I went, stain removal. I can get any stain out for anyone. Wow. <laughs> I've started, so I will finish. Because I'm being paid for the... Linda, you would fucking hate my house. You could stir it with a stick. Oh, I'd love it. I'd oh, love it. Would you? My son lives downstairs to me, and it's a shithole. I can't tell. He's in the basement. He's mm. in the basement. Like so a fritzel arrangement. We've got like a little self-contained flat downstairs. So the granny flat for the sun. <laughs> He's moved in with his partner down there. So they all lived with me during lockdown. Then they yeah. all moved out. And then I was really depressed because it was only me and my husband indoors. 
Um, but I'm now after his 30 dad's years. lived. Oh no, 33 years. Oh Christ, it's boring. <laughs> but it's <laughs> hard when your kids leave it, isn't it? Is. Really? Well, people it's don't realise. Honestly, because all their partners lived with me as well, and then all of a sudden it was just me and my husband. Hmm. Who I love, but you know. It's I know. Well, you say find it better than me because all my kids left, and then I asked my husband to leave as oh, well. I thought, well, let's have a let's have a complete clear out. Let's have everyone's going. Well, oh fuck off! I don't want to worry anyone, but my husband's actually got COVID at the moment, and he used oh. to work at the COVID centres, and he was so paranoid about getting it that when I got COVID during the first lockdown, he tried to book into a hotel, and my kids again. You can't leave mummy on her own. She's got COVID. <laughs> so when he, when he said to me, I've got COVID, I went, I'm fucking booking into an hotel. hotel. <laughs> Quite right, T. Can, Can I, I never interrupt? I bought soup up and left it at the door. He's currently got COVID? He's mm. currently got COVID. And you've come out tonight. Come out tonight. Yeah. Look yeah. at Sodom. you. <laughs> Thinking of others. Yeah. Thinking of others. Have a good sneeze and a cough. All right. Let's all die. <laughs> If you've not all had COVID oh, by now, you're not even the COVID stuff, Jojo. Please, get anything the about the COVID, COVID stuff. Oh, don't get me started. Before I came out. Oh, well, I don't you. know why you're bothered. Because if you haven't had COVID by now, you're not fucking trying. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Linda. What love? Thank you so much for your time. Oh, is it's that been it? an absolute no. Oh, fuck carry stay. on. Stay. I wanted to tell you about the story when I got mugged for a bag of dog shit. Oh, please, Sorry, please do. I'm really interested in shit. So what? I've got OCD, right? So I was up in bed when my kids used to sleep in the bed with me. So I'd have mm -hmm. my son up one end of the bed and my daughter up the other end of the bed with me. My husband was in the room next door. And I was sitting there and I thought, there's a terrible smell coming from downstairs. So I said to the kids, wait there, I'm going down to see what it is. So I go down, there's dog shit all over the place. This was George the Staffy, right? So I cleaned it all up, bottle paper, disinfectant, zoflora. I love a bit of zoflora. Put that all down. Put it into a Selfridges bag because I've been since nice. Selfridges nice. that day. Nice, bit of quality. As, as I walked out of my door, there was a like a skip opposite, and you're not allowed to put your rubbish in other people's skips. So I was like looking around. Who make says? Sure you're not supposed Society. to. You get fined for that. You can get fined for it. So I'm looking around to make sure no one's around, no one can see me. Walk down the stairs, and with that, someone on the bike drove past. Punched me in the face and nicked the bag of shit. No, because <laughs> they thought you had something fabulous yeah, in your selfish bag. bag. That's why. Oh, isn't karma absolutely beautiful? Were they on a moped? They weren't. They were on a bicycle and they had a hood up. So I don't know if it was a male or female. Oh my God! What are you saying, Christina? I just eat driver because they're offering delivering <laughs> shit. Oh my God! They stole a bag of stools. Yeah, so and you just think to yourself, what so kind of world do we live in? That bag later, he had George's shit. <laughs> but that George, is the deaf dog. No, this was George the Staffy. The Staffy. That was no. my favourite dog ever. Really, George? George? He was 11 years old when he died, oh. and he died at home with us all around him. Oh, that's nice. Ernie was a pain in the ass because he was deaf, so he was really hard to charge, like to train and that. Mm. So we had to do hand signals. So when he was being good, what well, hand signals to the dog? Yeah. Because the dog was deaf, Jojo, it couldn't hear. <laughs> so if he was being good, you did that thumbs up. And if he was being naughty, you did that no, like that. Oh, I've done that it with people. Yeah. Really, really you do that you regular basis. Do you find it as easy to train your dog as it is to train people? No, it's hard to train a dog, honestly. Yeah, it's difficult, because isn't I'm, it? I'm really soft as well. You know, like I let them get I away am. with a lot of things. I'm shy. Oh yeah, pussycat to my right here. I feel Dolly into my bed, but she snuck on the bed one night and there was shit on the duvet the next day, and I thought, nah, that's it. No, she's not. So no, she's in the bed at the side of the bed, so I can stroke her when I'm going to sleep and that. Oh, yeah. So, but she's lovely. She's really lovely. And also, the other nanny, so Nanny Brenda to my grandchildren, mm. she's got a dog called Bailey. 
So she won points over me. So that's why I had to get another dog because the kids wanted to be around there with that dog all the oh, time. So, so in your face, Nanny Brenda. So you're outdoing <laughs> the other in-laws. So love Brenda, it. the other... Yes. The other right, yeah. okay. And I get on really well with her, but we've got a bit of a competition with our uh -huh. roast potatoes because every week the kids have... Like, they come to my house one Sunday, then they go to her house the next <laughs> Sunday, and then the kids go, Nanny Brenda's potatoes were lovely. Oh, were they? Yeah, so were Nanny Linda's minute. potatoes. And the other thing she does is she bakes cakes with them all the time. They go... Nanny Brenda don't do it like that. I go, well, don't she? Well, Nanny Linda does. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite a relaxed person, no. Linda. I'm, I'm getting that in spades. I'm with Linda. I, I'm already getting into the competitive mother-in-law <laughs> law, law thing with uh, my soon-to-be son-in-law. Are so, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, hello. Yeah, because they, they paid the deposit on something. And then oh, the, did they? The yeah, they paid the deposit on on their flat. And oh, I was like, they? but that way was like, why am I being competitive about trying to spend more money than them? I was like, no, you just fucking pay the deposit. It's fine. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. <laughs> so you, you, get, you get on okay with the in-laws? Oh, I do, yeah, yeah, I do. Get on really well with them. Nanny yeah. Brenda's lovely and, Nanny and Granddad Steve is as Granddad well. Granddad Steve. But it's just Aww. a gentle sort of And are you Nanny as well? I'm Nanny Linda. They call me Nanny Linda. They on do on the show. They call me they? Baggy Mouth as well because I can't keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and it's outrageous. <laughs> Kate allows you. I know. To be called Nanny Linda, considering she there's only does. three years in it, she needs to get a fucking grip <laughs> and give you that I money back. I climbed Ben Nevis with um, oh, Kay with Adams. Kay, yeah. and oh Nadia my and God! I know. I nearly killed myself. Honestly, I was I, so She up is dull, isn't she? That done? would have been a long day. <laughs> A long she day. was like a warrior. She was up to the top of Hello, the Hello, I'm wearing a cagoule. Minutes, honestly. But um, yeah, now my son had to push my ass all the way up the mountain. Uh, all the way up the mountain. And Linda, wow. that's where we're going to leave it tonight okay. because I think we've gone as far as we can with counselling. <laughs> uh, you've done very well, oh, thank Linda. You. Thank you, you so much, much for joining so us, much. Linda Robson. Yeah. There we go. Thank Absolute you, darling. Absolute standing ovation for Linda Robson. Linda. Oh. There you go, Linda. Just stay there. Stay what, there. We'll just thank everyone, ladies and gentlemen. We have come to the end of the recording. Thank you so much thank for joining so us. Much. In particular, you, Catherine, because. You didn't have a fucking clue what you were coming into. Absolutely. You've made new Catherine. friends. You're possibly now a lesbian. <laughs> it's all go. Come a round of applause for Nathan, our producer. Lovely Nathan. The lovely bar people. Thank you all for coming. A round of applause for Georgia Sutherland. And for Mr. Bruce Gatlin. And Linda Robson. <laughs> have a good night. Goodbye. So much. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.